Chapter 16, Jack Johnson vs. Tarzan The fighting between Du Bois and Washington was nothing compared with the actual boxing that gripped the entire nation. Black people used black fighters as a way to symbolically beat on white America's racism. White people used white fighters to prove superiority over black people in the ring and therefore in the world. No boxer broke the backs of white people and puffed up the chests of black people like Jack Johnson. He was the most famous black man in America and the most hated because he was the best. He'd beaten the brakes off every white boxer. And in December 1908, he finally got a shot at the heavyweight title, his opponent, Tommy Burns. The fight took place in Australia, and well, let's just say Jack left Tommy down under. I know, a bad joke. A dad joke, a bad dad joke, but still a fact. Four racists, athletes, and entertainers could be spun into narratives of the black aggressor, the natural dancer, etc. Like the reason black people were good wasn't because of practice and hard work, but because they were born with it. No, black assimilationists have also made this argument, which is racist. It gave white people a way to explain away their own failures, their competitive losses. Also gave them justification to find ways to cheat inside the arena or outside. For black people, however, sports and entertainment were and still are a way to step into the shoes of the big timer. It was a way to use the athlete or the entertainer, Johnson being both, as an avatar. As a representative of the entire race, like human teleportation machines, zapping black people, especially poor black people, from powerlessness to possibility. So if Johnson arrived on the scene, dressed in fancy clothes, hands adorned with diamonds, all black people were psychologically dressed to the nines, at least for a while. If Johnson talked slick to white men, saying whatever he wanted, all black people got away with a verbal jab or two in their minds. And most important, if Johnson knocked out a white man, guess what? All black people knocked out a white man. And white people couldn't have that immediately white people started to cry out for a great white hope to beat Johnson. That quote unquote hope was a retired heavyweight champion, James J. Jeffries, retired. Their hope was someone who had already quit the sport. Really, I mean, come on, no need to build suspense. You know what happened. Jeffries lost too, and though this was a big deal, especially for white people, it was everything else about Jack Johnson, not just his fighting, that set off alarms in the racist world. Number one, his ego. Jack Johnson was a champ who acted like a champ, fur coats and diamonds, an early god of flash. And two, the biggest spike in the heart of white America, Jack Johnson's wife was white. Cut the dramatic organ or the gunshots or the thundercrack or the hissing cat or Johnson had too much power. Power to defeat white men, power
power to be with white women. And just like with the Haitian Revolution, white people were afraid all black men would feel just as powerful. And that was a no-go. So they figured out a way to get rid of Jack Johnson, to stop him. They arrested him on trumped up charges for trafficking a prostitute, or rather a white woman, across state lines. He ran, spent seven years out of the country before turning himself in and doing a year in jail. By the end of Jack Johnson, still wasn't enough to make white men feel good about themselves. So a man named Edgar Rice Burroughs wrote a book to reinforce the idea of white supremacy and to remind white men that Africans, black people, were savages. It was called Tarzan of the Apes. Here's the basic plot of the book series. A white child named John Clayton is orphaned in Central Africa. John is raised by apes. They change his name to Tarzan, which means white skin. Tarzan becomes the best hunter and warrior, better than all the Africans. Eventually, he teaches himself to read. In the sequel and subsequent stories, Tarzan protects a white woman named Jane from being ravished by Africans. Tarzan protects a white woman named Jane from being ravished by Africans. Tarzan protects a white woman named Jane from being ravished by Africans. Get it? Tarzan was bigger than Jack Johnson ever was or would be. He became a cultural phenomenon made into comic strips, movies, television shows, and even toys. I'm sure some of you have seen the movies or the old TV shows in which Tarzan does that yodel, a call of white masculinity that we've all mimicked as children. At least I did. <laughs> 